Welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio. We're back today with the entire cast, thanks to Braden's flexible work schedule. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom. There we go. Um, today we're back with another Florida headline of the week, introduced by our true ours truly, Braden. Take it away. Go All ahead. All righty, Florida headline of the week. Uh, throwing it back to February of 2016. With the headline, Florida man arrested for throwing alligator through the drive-thru window. He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon uh, for throwing said alligator through said window. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think happened here? You think... Uh, I don't you, think... They, I, I think they put mustard when he wanted ketchup on his burger instead. I think he ordered a large fry and they gave him medium. And they gave... Oh, he got shorted on his fries. Yeah. So they wanted to, to short his fingers. I mean, the amount of times that that's happened to me, you know, just I, I really want to grab the closest alligator to me and just chunk it at the cashier's face. Which the I, myself, I myself have had that exact same urge. Ever having, ever having a bad day? Ever have a professor grade your paper too low? Find your nearest alligator and let that thing go. <laughs> <laughs> It's, a new, it's really a new jingle. Lucky, <laughs> if you're really lucky, that nearest alligator is going to be in your passenger seat and he turns out to be your pet. That may be the most Florida headline possible, though. Throwing an alligator? What's more stereotypical than alligators in Florida? Well, okay, what if, like, he had no, tr- he had no like, prior connection to this alligator, and as he realized that his fries, he was shorted on his fries, he just looked out his window and happened to see an alligator? Because or, you know it's Florida. Or there just happened just to be one, like, the place. climbing into his car at the same time, and he didn't want the alligator. <laughs> It wasn't him. It wasn't him. I just didn't want the alligator in I, my car, man. I didn't want it in my car. You didn't want it in your store. One of us had to be unlucky. <laughs> so, uh, the picture if, of this guy, too. I mean, he doesn't seem he like the, looks, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that would just throw an alligator at you. But what? Who well, is no. the stereotype of somebody who's going to throw an alligator through a drive-through window? This guy looks like a stereotype of doing dumb stuff. At 1.20 a.m. when this happened. He does look like he just woke up. He's the type of guy that goes to the gym and wears gloves. <laughs> like goes to the gym and wears gloves. That's perfect. That's that's a pretty good... Yeah, I'll accept that. Maybe he takes his alligator with him. Yeah. Like on a walk, has him on a leash. Ties him to the squat rack. Yeah, his, his name's Richard. His name. Come on, pick up the pace. Give, give me my fries. I just... What do you do if you're the... First of all, what do you do if you're in the employee... That is like, here's your fries, sir. That'll be three eighty-seven, and then he's just like, alligator, <laughs> lobs an alligator through the window. This maybe, is, maybe the alligator swallowed his wallet, and he was giving them the alligator to get their wallet out. Swipe him next to the the card machine. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know how you know how you're just like touching your phone to the readers. <laughs> I was, I was just touching that. your phone to the readers will like charge the card. Well, he's it swallowed his phone, and that's his only way of paying. The invalid. Apple Pay should be like an inch beneath his left arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Gator Pay now. What, uh, oh, geez, so if, if you didn't have an alligator on hand, what, Muhammad, what would your, uh, what would your weapon of choice be? Or my animal of choice or my weapon of choice? Anim- anim- yeah, I mean, the, it, clearly the if, question's the same. If, if a, uh, if an alligator can be considered a deadly weapon in this case, what would your deadly weapon be? Whether it be an animal or just like any object you can find in your near vicinity. Probably a porcupine. Porcupine. That's good. Yeah. Like That's good. That's immediate damage. I like porcupine. What about a good old skunk? Just like ruin the entire restaurant. It's like gas damage. They have to flee. Yeah, they, yeah that, that would definitely make some people mad. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go with like a full-on rhino. I a would just rhino <laughs> through the window. <laughs> It'd be a baby rhino for you to like throw it. 
I'm or down. you could just charge him straight Ooh, no, through. no, no. I got one. A King Cobra. Oh. <laughs> Bro. I or like, an, on, like a 17-foot anaconda. Just like I watched snakes on a plane yesterday. So There's like, plenty of those that's in just, <laughs> It's so funny. Freaking like 20-foot pythons. I'm tired of these mother-effing snakes on this mother-effing plane. <laughs> What? The, the what? CGI was so bad for those snakes in that movie. It was terrible. Horrible. Samuel L. Jackson can turn any bad movie into gold. And it was it was funny because there's one scene where these two uh there's this couple is having they're having intercourse in the bathroom and so a snake comes down from the smoke detector and it pans in on a shot of the snake biting her on the boob. Too many snakes in one bathroom. What a movie. <laughs> Anyways. Oh <my> God. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Catching up to the joke a little fast. There we go. Anyways. But what what restaurant was this at first? Wendy's. Well, it was, okay. Oh, Wendy's. That may, this, this was at 1.20. I don't even... 20, co- I don't even they, for, they forgot his fourth uh, in the fourth. I don't four. even question this at all. Three for four Wendy's is exactly where this would happen. I, I would say either Wendy's or like a Burger King. Yeah. Wendy's, Burger King, maybe a McDonald's. Maybe McDonald's. McDonald's gets the most heat out of any fast food joint, though. I think that may just be because there's so many of them. Yeah. There's definitely not as many Wen- Wen- eh, not as many Wendy's as there are McDonald's. But this since was at 120 in the morning, yeah, too. Yeah, since when were Wendy's open at 120? They're open until, like, 2, I think. Really? Yeah. Or some of them. This is Florida, Aren't some so of 24 hours? I, unless I'm wrong. Florida is a different... They're different they're, t- they're laws of they're time. They're barely in the United States, yeah. Bermuda, they're near the Bermuda Triangle, so you can make that <laughs> argument. They have a, di- a completely different. Maybe that's where everybody that was lives. supposed to be somewhere after the Bermuda Triangle went. They just showed up in Florida. That's when the majority of people start going to work. One twenty a.m. Florida probably doesn't even go by degree, like Fahrenheit or Celsius. They probably have their own value. They have their own, they have their <laughs> own system of of measurements. They don't have the metric. They don't use the standardized. This is about one thirteenth the distance to Cuba. <laughs> instead of uh, instead of miles, miles or kilometers. Yeah, yeah. See, you're about two and a half. You're about forty percent of the way to Disney World on this one. <laughs> yeah, like, just okay, but different. get this. So, it says he appeared on Tuesday in court for what he did. And so he's now ordered to stay clear of all Wendy's restaurants and to only possess animals aside. Uh, like he cannot possess any animals besides his mom's dog. And also he has to pay a uh, $6,000 bond. I'm surprised it wasn't jail time. Why is it limited to only or not his pay, mother's he dog? He was released on a $6,000 bond. Why is it limited to only his mother's dog? Probably lives with his mom. Probably lives with his mom. I mean, I'm assuming that'd be the case, but. But there's no other dogs that he can touch. He's just he's just banned from all he's wildlife. Confined to one dog. Well, it says possessing, so I guess that's so. gonna be a really hard rule to enforce. First of all, staying away from all animals. Like, do you think it's just like a marker on your driver's license? Like, you you go to buy a dog at like Petco and you hand it to them, and it's just an alligator symbol right next to your picture. Sorry, sir, we can't we can't sell you any of these animals. You're today. that guy, aren't you? <laughs> He's in like a database. Go, go stand in the back with all the other alligator abusers. They have the wildlife predators database. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that honestly is probably a thing. Uh, honestly. That would not be surprised <laughs> if there's an entire, if there's just a blacklist of people. Hey, yeah. Abusers. So we found a uh, white Siberian tiger in the back of Clint's yard. So <laughs> It has all the designated animals they can't be next. John Smith rattlesnakes. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can other uh, you can own other exotic animals, just not the same one that you did the crime with. Cole Potter iguanas. <laughs> iguanas. <laughs> I made my own iguana army. You, have to, to, you can't be fifty feet within the side of an iguana. I feel like that wouldn't be hard in Texas. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about Florida time. We are talking. Florida time doesn't doesn't work on anybody else's time. Or not time, but they're, geography, they're, I guess. They're their own universe. They really are. Anyways, Florida is living up to the hype, and this was this is two years ago still. So, who knows what happened to Sir? What's his name? James. James. Of course, it's James. What, what do you think James is doing now? Joshua James. Jo- Joshua James. <laughs> My name is Josh James. And I'm banned from all alligators in the in the state of Florida. God, dude, imagine him being in like just but does the that reg- mean he can be next to crocodiles? <laughs> Maybe it's all reptiles. Uh, he's that, just they probably, they probably had to limit it to they probably had to expand it to all all forms of reptiles or or any animal that could be considered a, a deadly weapon. So what happens if he's hanging out with somebody and they want to go to a Wendy's? And they're like, man, we need to get a four for four tonight. I'm feeling eating cheap. And he's just like, yeah, we can't do that. Sorry, man. Like, Sorry. I, I, we got to do the McPick two or something. I yeah. can't get the four for four. I'm, I've got a bad history for, with I'm Wendy's. Banned from Wendy's. Yeah. Definitely Wendy's. a good reason to be banned from Wendy's. They, they've got me posted on all the stories. I just, I just can't do it, man. Too much on the line. It's insane. It's like actually insane. If there, okay, if there was one restaurant that I wouldn't want to be banned from from life, it would be Wendy's. I can't live without the four for four. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, I would definitely pick Chick Fil A. No, no, no. To I'm, not be banned from. I'm saying like, I would hate to be banned from Wendy's. I'm, I'd be okay to be banned from like Chick-fil-A. McDonald's. I couldn't live without Chick Fil A. Burger King. If you took, if you took Chick Fil A away from me, I might as well just die. Oh, uh, if you took me away from McDonald's, I would not be able. Yeah, I or wouldn't Chipotle. be able to survive. Chipotle too. I eat a lot of Chipotle. Did Chipotle have drive-throughs? No, but I, I mean I have to go inside. That's like the, the, the if there's one reason there. I don't eat Chick- Chipotle more, it's because <laughs> I have to go inside. <laughs> so they actually save me money with their Walk inconvenience in. of walking. So <laughs> Chipotle's business model needs to be changed a little bit. Your perfect consumer is not spending money in your location because I have to walk indoors. <laughs> have you tried their carne asada? Uh no, I'm a, I eat very basic chipotle. I heard it was all right. I've I've had chipotle I like their like queso times. I like their queso. Really? That's an unpopular. Yeah, opinion. I was about to say I heard them like the day they launched that. I, I a lot of people were fans. I genuinely like their queso. It's not bad, but you're there's something wrong with you, Cole. I'm sorry. Probably. I mean, the, I mean, if you're just finding this out now, you haven't been pay- paying close enough attention. No, because I don't eat chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle's amazing. First of all, chipotle is overpriced. That's true, but I mean, there are a lot of things that are overpriced. I can make I pay my own for. Mexican food. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, whatever. All right, Mr. Creme Brulee. <laughs> I can make a creme brulee. That being said, I also am a Chipotle chef. Brayden, would you like time. to take us into our... They don't even time. sear their chicken for the right amount of time. I could sear it better. What? It's not, a, it's not about time. It's about temperature. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm sorry. I, 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 I just can't deal with this anymore did you make me a better mcchicken i like Are cooking you, could you i like making creme brulee and if y'all got beef with that you can take it up with my manager who's your manager am i your manager technically uh, maybe let's break down the math here me as your friend and your manager stop flexing creme brulee and by the way we officially have a 
light maybe not a licensed chef but a respected chef that told me creme brulee is easy to make and that's a quote so your entire flex just went out the window it okay first of all it if wasn't you told even me a flex it was to begin with i told y'all it was easy to make then why is it the only thing you bring up when it comes to cooking i just mentioned to muhammad about how he was like so happy that there was creme brulee at the Windstar buffet. I would that not I could make it myself. It, okay, you. I'm that used to not cheesecake. Even that good. I'm used to cheesecake. I'm and, just saying. And shitty pound cake. That's what I'm used to at a buffet. All I, right? I'm just saying. I doubt the creme brulee at the World Star buffet. It was not bad. Any, any better than the stuff I make at home. I was just telling you about the whether variety, it's okay? better or not. I, I definitely don't do. think it warrants the amount of times you. Bring up your creme brulee abilities. Well, I brought it up. Creming. I opened that can of Is worms. it bruleeing? I just want to talk about my Mexican food today. And then freaking Muhammad over here wanted to bring up the creme brulee again, which I'm proud of being able to make. It's fun to make, and I love how it tastes. How often do you make it? I haven't made it in a while, so I don't make it that often. It's not like it's a, it's a nightly ritual. Even a week, man. You talk about even it a, a lot. monthly ritual. <laughs> talk <laughs> about it a lot. It's like a shrine to creme brulee. There's a bunch of candles and a picture of it. Kisses it before he gets to bed. It's coming up on the fifteenth. Time to make some creme brulee. Guys, that was private. Is there a national creme brulee day? <laughs> I don't know. We can Let's make find one. out. <laughs> Us at Mix and Match Radio announcing a new holiday. Anyways, Mix, Mix and Match Radio, proud sponsor of creme brulee. So we're brought into the National new- Creme Brulee Day. That was loud. July twenty seventh. All right, well, we're late. We're very late. It's yeah. It's, When's it's your not birthday? Next year. July 29th. That's that, like, that lines kind, up pretty that's well. That's kind of alarmingly close. That lines <laughs> up very well. Yeah. Anyways, our next topic of the day, and we're going to get started a little bit light before we get into some of the more controversial topics, but we have groundbreaking news. Makes me kind of sad, to be honest. It, I'm, it, I'm heartbroken. I'm destroyed. And for those of you who don't know who we're, what we're talking about, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner have called it quits. They've After moved to the sidelines, si- sidelines, sidelines, split up. They're done. They're over with. Travis Scott gets them goosebumps every time. Yeah. I couldn't be more heartbroken about this situation. <laughs> after, after watching trap, <laughs> after, after watching Travis's uh, newest documentary, just seeing the love and support from Kylie and his love for for their daughter Stormy. And hey, Kylie, if you're hearing this, you did not deserve him. All right, no, not at all. I, I don't I don't care if you're the youngest. He could have had his baby with so world. many other women, but he chose you. I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't choose his problem. Well, I don't want to speculate, but <laughs> he could have had his child with a lot. He could like. Are you jealous of Kylie, Muhammad? I'm jealous. Of I would have. you want? Did you I would have carried Travis. I would have carried a seed. I would have done that. Listen, listen. As a person who is very willing to stand with the downtrodden, and I'm a I'm a champion of the uh, over, uh, overlooked. I personally side with Kylie. I think that I I me being the uh, philanthropic person I am wouldn't mind marrying a girl such as Kylie Jenner herself. She uh, well I well clearly I mean she didn't do Travis right. They weren't married though. Okay. That I've I'm just I just assume every Kardashian in a relationship's married. But you know what? She didn't deserve him to begin with. Yeah, Tra- I Travis agree. is gonna go on to find better women, more, more like she's gonna. He's gonna go and find a trillionaire. He he's done with he's <laughs> done with the billionaires of the world. He's gonna go find a, a female trillionaire. To yeah, marry. dude, he's gonna t- he's gonna take up climate change protest in order to try to get Kylie's access to plastic down, 
And see. Also, she has the she has the audacity. Talking about the plastic in her body. Yeah, plastic surgery. She has <laughs> she has the audacity the night of them splitting up to go reunite with one of her old flames, a man by the name of Tyga. Rack City. That's that's Basically, downgrading from Travis Scott to Tyga is saying that I'm going to stop eating at Texas Day Brazil and I'm just going to settle for the McPick 2. Texas Day Brazil is so good. That, oh, my God. Travis Scott, Tyga, there you go. And, and good news, though, it may mean he drops his album sooner Well, because he he'll want to go on tour. Hopefully. Well, But if, if Kylie is going back to her old flame, Tyga, let's see if Travis can, can re-spark his flame with Rihanna. Was Travis ever with Rihanna? Was he? I, I read something about that today when I was when I was kind of um, researching would, this. That stuff. would be a power couple. Uh, I, that's what I'm saying. If it doesn't, I think it, I, I, I think we could all be uh, make a unanimous decision that that Rihanna is more powerful than Kylie Jenner. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Rihanna runs the world, man. Whatever she, she says, she Twitter is listening to, and we all know Twitter is where Mrs. Worldwide. Mrs. <laughs> anyway, I. Uh, I'm curious, though, on a serious note, I'm curious with uh, what's going to happen, with how they're going to handle raising their daughter, because they do have a child together. Well, that's that's one thing that I would be on board with. Poor, poor Stormy needs a, needs a mommy and a daddy in her life. What's child support at the, that she point? Needs the, oh, man. it's When you make that much money, it's like, Travis, I need your well, one Ky- point. Kylie's going to have to pay Travis uh, child support, if anything. Why? She got the money. I'm pretty sure they both have quite the uh, plethora of dollars. I feel that no matter how Stormy it's going, will be she will of. be better off. <laughs> I said it yesterday. She's going to have an iced-out pacifier regardless. Iced-out so. pacifier. <laughs> can, but can we, can, we put, can we direct the blame? Imagine, on, like, rotating rims on her crib. Oh, my God. <laughs> a, dime, a, a diamond-studded I, carousel. As I draw a lift. She, what's a, she has a uh, Saint Laurent bow on her, like just <laughs> right across her, uh, just the absolute drippiest baby in history. What's the spinny things that you hang above a cradle? Uh, a uh, mobile, a, a diamond studded mobile. Above That'd be her interesting. Crib. Which she probably already has. How old is Stormy? I feel like she's de- she's, uh, she's like two or three. She, I think she she's probably out of what a mobile would be. I think she's two at the absolute most. Yeah. Interesting. Two or three. Something like that. Because he had her, I think, a couple weeks or a month or two before he dropped Astroworld. Astroworld was last year, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think she's not. I, I think she hasn't had her second birthday yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. She would be like a month and two years old or two <laughs> or a year and two months old, something like that. Uh, still yeah. very young. Still very young. Nonetheless, I mean, she's not, to be fair, if they do stay split, she's not going to ever know a version of those two together. So it's probably yeah. just oh, like, she can't oh, yeah, even form memories is, right now. This is your dad. He's Travis Scott. This is your mom. A billionaire. At How old is Kylie Jenner? Do we know off the top she of her She is 22. God. Goodness gracious. I just want to make it clear. She's 22 and a billionaire. I'm 20 and I'm podcasting out of a non-air-conditioned garage. I think we're the actual. I think you're the actual winner. I believe so. I I would like to think I'm more successful than Kylie Jenner. (laughs) Anyway, I want to direct the blame to the real culprit here, Kris Jenner. New season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians coming out. She needs more more sparks, more uh, more controversy for her show, and I couldn't imagine 
Chris better, Jenner's better content. A, Chris Jenner is a mastermind. Another one of her daughters. Chris Jenner is a breaking mastermind. Breaking up with their boyfriend. First, it was Chloe and Tristan. That was huge. Tristan being a cheater. Chloe. Okay, like, I'm not talking about back. the Kardashians for too long, but Chris Jenner is a mastermind. Like, she turned. A- She's got even. The, the the number one worldwide garage podcast talking about we'll talk like, a- talking about <laughs> her stars talk talk about turning a little bit of fame into a super mega empire of constant uh, limelight attention turning wife of lawyer wife in, of in the, in the OJ be, trial yeah of Robert Kardashian which th- I don't even know what happened to him does anybody know he died oh. Then Ari, marrying one cancer, of the greatest Olympic athletes in history. Yeah, she went from Robert Kardashian, and, she, and then she had the kids, Chloe, Kim, Courtney, and then married Bruce Jenner, right? Formerly known. Formerly known as Bruce Jenner, and had the, the Jenner babies, Kylie and Kendall. And all of them are, multi- and there were some guys. There were some boys. In all of there them too. are multimillionaires. Robert Kardashian, and yeah, the most successful you could ever aspire to be. Rolling in the dough, rolling in it. Regardless, I mean, no, no part of this family is ever going to have a monetary issue based on divorce or not. I mean, the the Kardashians. Even, even though this isn't divorce, I think Tra- if Travis saw this coming, the smart thing would have been to to, mar- to marry her. So he might even get something out. Well, of no. It. First of all, anybody See, anybody that's Travis this famous, that type of guy. Well, anybody. I don't that's, think so either. I think Travis is like a really like down to earth, very genuine noble, guy. earnest man. Yes. Anybody at this level of fame the and rich, can't be though, trusted. anybody at this level of fame and wealth will get prenuptial agreements so thick that you can like you have to bring it in multiple different suitcases. The size of all their cars combined. I want to see Kim and Kanye's prenup. Kanye West, man, gotta love him. Okay, first of all... Imagine being cousins. Uh, we should be happy right now, actually, because this means, and hear me out, this means that Travis will not be subject to the Kardashian curse. Yeah. If this stands, Travis will be free of the Kardashian curse. It killed Lamar... O- okay, he's not alive. But it like destroyed Lamar Odom's career. It took Kanye's career and dog-walked it. I mean... Kanye still has a pretty good career. God, Kanye has a great career, but his mental... Stability is questionable. Yeah, but he's still a musical genius regardless. Musical genius, sure. Kidsy Ghost was phenomenal. What? What'd you say? I said Kidsy Ghost was phenomenal. Okay, that's fine. It was okay. Get out. As much as I love Kanye, Kidsy Ghost was, as an album, as a whole, not the biggest fan. Kind of a hot take, to be honest. Yeah, it was a very, very hot take. I'm surprised. That's not something that a lot of people agree on, but... You know, that's that's the spirit of Kanye West. Part of it, I'm not the biggest fan of Kid Cudi. Wow. I am sorry to those of you who just heard that. I apologize for your ears. Wow. I am sincere, I sincerely That's like apologize. astonishing. We're breaking news. You're not a fan of Kid Cudi. I'm not like really? I don't mind him. You don't like the hemming? Really? You don't like Kid Cudi? He's, That's really surprising. He's not my favorite. I, I mean, I understand that, but Kid Cudi is iconic. I just much prefer Kanye as Kanye, not not with Kid, not with Kid Cudi. I cannot Kid believe C. that you said you don't like Kid but Cudi. Gorgeous and Kid C. Ghosts and what? 
That is a really, really unpopular take. But it's regardless. We're not here to talk about Kids See Ghosts. We're here Sorry. to talk about <laughs> the split of two of the Probably less, less influential yeah, people of let, this past year. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. And it's definitely not a big, big breakup or anything like that. But we would just we just wanted to make sure you guys were updated on the real news, you know. There's a bunch of stuff going on. There's a bunch of ludicrous news and news that people don't really ludicrous? care about. <laughs> I haven't heard about him in a while. That was actually Is there pretty another funny. Fast and Furious coming that, out? That wasn't a bad joke. But anyways. That was a knee slapper. We got we got a we got a bunch of low grade news like stuff with the president and stuff with foreign countries and a bunch of stuff no one cares president about. President Nickelback. We got. <laughs> by the way, we can discuss that for a second here without getting way too opinionated. Donald Trump is a tweet- meme star <laughs> tweeting a video of Nickelback's photograph meme with a picture of Joe Biden on the photograph. It's 2019 summed up in a 10-second Twitter video. That's 2016 summed up in a Twitter video. I just I that's, that's throwing back to the old vines with the with the Nickelback th- photograph. That that meme. look at this graph. <laughs> I just I can I cannot believe that that tweet actually exists. It is outstanding to me. That the leader of the free world is tweeting memes. If that's happening in 2019, in 2040, I it's going to be presidents Imagine. that are it's going to be presidents that are actively starring in sitcom television while they're on. No, while, I was about to say, presidents, TikTok famous presidents are going to be exclusively social media influencers. Jake Paul, 2040. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope not. Please Dave, don't. David Dobrik. I would vote for David Dobrik. Next president. He would just give everybody cars. Keen I would star. I would have a Tesla. Not. <laughs> Either way, moving on, we go on to the second topic, one that will, I'm sure, Mr. Beast. What? Mr. Beast for president. Okay. Anyways. Sorry, I just, I, I, I thought of one more. I, cu- I couldn't let it fly. <clears throat> where, where were we? I don't even know. I had like a smooth transition planned for this too, and I don't. Um... Going on from the, the Kylie and Travis oh, breakup. Okay, yeah. So, moving on from the Kylie and Travis breakup, we can talk about the breaking news out of California this week, which is the or the congress or the congressman in California that proposed the bill for payment of college athletes that got passed and signed by the governor earlier this week. LeBron James was there, a bunch of other athletes were there, it was a big deal. And it's an interesting question because this is this is typically a patient zero type thing where you'll see one state do it and then a lot of other states follow typically the same uh, idealism. So a lot yeah. more liberal states, democratic states will start to enact laws similar to this. And this is an interesting question. When it comes to athletes who uh, most of them are on scholarship, probably full rides, and most of them do not have the ability to work an actual job. So this is an interesting this is an interesting conversation. I'm kind of should be fun. Where what do y'all think about this? With every every everything being considered, what's your take? I understand it, but I'm not 100% for it because they are already well as far as the majority goes, like you said they are on full rides and getting scholarships for playing the specific sport they are 
And that alone is saving them thousands of dollars that they would have to spend if you were a typical college student. But being paid while you're not having to pay for the sport of your dream and then being allowed to get endorsements signed and then I, I I'm not I'm really not for it I guess because mm-hmm. that seems as if I I don't know it it seems like another in for uh, I guess bigger corporations to take advantage of these younger kids who who I guess are more inexperienced in understanding this business couldn't you argue that something that's already happening given I mean because you have to, you do realize that uh or you got to I guess consider that college football is a billion dollar industry. Yeah. And that that's one thing I want to know. Where does all this NCAA money go that they make? I'm assuming it's just reinvested into the uh, stadiums and jerseys and half the million different events that the NCAA hold, or NCAA holds every year. Because I mean, you, you got to think about all the bowls that they have, and I mean, obviously they're sponsored by different companies, but I'm sure they have things that they pay for. I bet a lot of it's pocketed, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. But it's an interesting conversation because you have athletes that are all over the country. You have a you have a ton of different athletes, and how do you? I guess I, my biggest question for this whole thing is where do we draw the line as to what? What uh, makes you eligible for certain payments? You know what I'm saying? Is the starting quarterback on your team going to get more money than the linemen? And, and ever, is it going to be drawn up like that where it's uh, hype-based contracts? Or what? what is it? Because I, I, I agree with the standpoint where they're letting them sign endorsement deals and where they're letting them pick up agents in college. I think that that makes sense. But as far as financial compensation for players whose jerseys sell and everything else, I'm, I, don't, I don't necessarily know how you balance that out. So I don't think I like. There's a lot of gray area here. So it's they, new. There's going if, to if be, they yeah. have the ability to collect money from jersey sales, if they have the ability to um, sign endorsements to endorse certain brands, where like where is the line drawn? Like what what endorsement deals are they allowed to take, and what endorsement deals are they not allowed to take? Is a school able to to take away their scholarship or threaten to take away their scholarship for taking certain deals for endorsing certain? Uh, brands because that's where so my, my take is that like though they don't have the ability to have a job outside of school they're in a way being paid tens of thousands of dollars a year to play football just through the the full ride scholarships that they're receiving which i mean there's a lot of there's college athletes out there that don't receive scholarships and then eventually like they earn a scholarship later and it is such a huge achievement because now their their college is being paid for and even like some of their past college is going to be paid for because of that too, that they've already like started paying for. They're going to get reimbursed or something like that. So like they're getting paid a lot of money. And I'm sure as, as a lot of us here know, and a lot of probably our listeners in college know, it's not cheap. College is not cheap. It is so expensive. Especially in today's world. I People go into tens of thousands too. of dollars in debt to try and get an education. Do you know what the national number is? And these guys are... For college debt? Yeah. What is it? $1.5 trillion of national student loan debt. Wow. And is that just is that just government-held debt? That is, uh, that is the estimated over, overall debt. Overall. So that includes private loans? That includes private loans. It's okay. not just government-held. But that's still – that is almost an insurmountable amount of money. There's 
I mean, it's almost physically impossible that we could pay off all of it, which is that's where the whole conversation of free college tuition and uh, student loan forgiveness and stuff like that. That's where that resides. Don't even get me started. No, I, I get you. But I'm just saying that's where that argument comes from is where we have this massive number of money owed in student loans. But and I think you could tie that in with this whole conversation because these student athletes aren't able to pay, like work. They're you are physically not able to work unless it's on campus. That's like and that's an NCAA contractual agreement. Yeah. You cannot work unless it's an on campus job. And so there's no and not only that, but you really don't have the time necessarily to work a full time or to work a stable job. So how do you gain money for things like groceries and thing? Just basic. You so, should you should still be able to live a included life. Included in their in scholarship, college. they have meal plans. I know they have meal plans, but you should. Which that includes like off campus <coughs> stuff. Like there are meal plans, and they include. do. And I know that some of those meal plans allow for uh, uh, certain. Uh, it's like kind of, it's money. Off campus, mo- like yeah, money. Yeah, you, ha- you have like, like flex certain, cards. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I feel like you should still be able to live a fairly entertaining life outside of your sport at your school because if you're a college student working you're obviously going to be paying a lot of money towards certain things but you should have some expendable uh, income left over to where you can go to things like concerts occasionally or go see a movie every now and then i feel like when you don't have any type of immediate income from a job especially during like an off season where you you have a decent amount of time and you can't work i feel like then you're not really left with much of an option, which is where which is where I see the argument for paying them at least some sort of basic financial payment. I'm not saying they need to make $120,000 a year, or I'm not saying they need to make millions a year. I'm just saying that it. I definitely understand and agree with the basic argument that football players, at bi- especially at big-name schools like Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas – LSU, Clemson. where they're selling tons, where they're of where they're literally making billions of dollars yearly off of their ticket purchases that wouldn't be happening without these players working sixty plus hours in a gym a week, where their coaches are getting paid tens of tens millions of millions of dollars year. every year. That is where I can see the argument for financial compensation of players, but that's it's very hard in a situation where you're talking about schooling or education purposes. Because you can't draw one line for one school and, and say you can't put a this price is on okay. education. Not only that, but you can't say this is okay for Alabama and Texas and LSU, but it's not okay for these X, Y, and Z schools. It has to be an either it's okay or it's it has not to okay. Be equal. Which is why they're gonna the NCAA is gonna gonna go head to head with California. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a court battle, essentially. Yeah. And because there's no way you can allow them to get paid only in California. The NCAA will have a di- bunch of different lawsuits on their hands either way around. So we're going to see more conversation on this, but I think it's important to look at how do we make this an equal thing across the board to where Alabama is not getting a ton of money. And I don't, we'll say Wisconsin's not getting nearly as much money. Yeah. How do we make it equal enough to where it's logical, but not paying them so much to where it's, where you're looking at like an academic scholar, people who have an academic scholarship, why aren't they getting not paid? paying them? Yeah, why aren't they getting or other types of scholarships? Exactly. Why aren't they getting paid for this? Or why don't they? Why aren't more scholarship opportunities available? Why should these kids get to go to college for free and yeah, get paid what, money? What about like the 
the bra- the brainiacs of college that that develop these like crazy technologies or like are working and spend like working 60 on hours cures. a week, co- yeah. yeah, coding working, things and searching coding. things. You music yeah. scholarships, you know. Do I mean, they make even, money off of those deals? Well, at Texas A and M, especially, they do a bunch of medical research yeah. and scientific research. They up do there. Ro- robotics. So is a is a billion dollar industry, and every mass, every like well known. And what uh, they're developing, academic, and like school. biomedical engineering, yeah, prosthetics, and, and stuff like that. And what they're developing is the turnout on that is making billions too. So the the argument is certainly interesting for how do we how do you equalize the playing field? How do you make it okay for athletes to get paid and still okay for the people who receive scholarships for other things as well? I don't think it's as simple as saying you know what you'll receive X percentage of your jersey sales because then you're going to see one 20 year old kid profiting millions of dollars where somebody else is still barely struggling to buy ramen. And I think you essentially end up in the same type of problem you were in before. And also, if you think about it, I want, I want to know how long these endorsements would last because most of the more profound college athletes, judging on what sport you're especially in, such as basketball, where if you're a really dominant player, you're only going to be playing for about a year in college. And so how long are those endorsements going to last or for football players who are in school for two to three years? Because they're not, let's say if they have like a five-year contract or something like that, I think that would be ridiculous because they'd be out of college getting paid while also getting paid millions if they were in the NFL or NBA. It's interesting. And I mean, another one of those situations Zion, is, for example. well, I'll present another thing for you. What if it's a college athlete? who is essentially letting his entire future ride on his trip to the NFL. He's a projected top three draft pick, whatever else, tears his ACL in a sophomore year, career-ending injury. At this point, he has spent most of his life developing a plan to where he's going to go to the NFL and make money in that way, and he hasn't really prepared elsewhere and say he doesn't have any fallback savings or anything to run onto. He's then responsible for his scholarship money because he's not playing on the team and everything. So what about somebody like that? Should that kid have been getting paid for the time that he was spending in the gym and preparing to go to work for this team, essentially, and then lose it because he got injured? It's that, I, I can see where that makes it difficult to approach this, you know? I agree. It's I can a, see that. It's, a, it's very, a very slippery slope. Yeah, it's a very slippery slope, which is why I think this is the most difficult thing as far as college uh, finances, I guess you could say. College finances arises because... It's not as simple as saying yes or no. It's there's a lot more to it. You have to look at it as from a school to school basis and figure out if you're going to be able to maintain a certain uh, maintain a certain level across the board. I I don't know. I I, I don't have much to say on this because I really do not know much about the way they handle. Uh, these college athletes and uh, the way that they function as a whole. But wasn't there also a thing a couple of years ago with, um, I think it was LaMelo Ball because of him and being endorsed with his dad with big baller brand. He wasn't able to play for, uh, he wasn't allowed to be able to be drafted in college. I think I saw something like that. Where he wasn't able to be drafted in college, so he went to go play in the Australian League? Yeah, because he was endorsed by Big Baller Brand. I 
I, yeah, I think that was a I thing, know right? there was an issue with that, and I can't remember exactly what it was. A lot of players are going to go play in the Australian league as of right now because they have the opportunity to make money because they're only there for a year. Yeah. They're not going to the school to graduate. They're not going to the school to get an education. Yeah. They're going to the school to play basketball. This is for basketball specifically, though, because they have the one-and-done yeah. system, I'll call it, where you can't do One-and-dones in the NFL almost never – or in the uh, – NCAA football never almost never happened because you typically play your entire at least four three years, years. Yeah. at very minimum it's normally at least three yeah. years because the difference between an 18 year old kid going into college and the 22 year old man that's graduating from college to go to the NFL that you're gaining a lot of muscle mass body weight and you're you're building maturing more. you know lot. what I'm saying your and your body is maturing it's too. it's crazy that I mean, it's not anymore but you could go from high school to the NBA that is like that's insane that that was a thing. I mean, it's what Kobe did. It's yeah. what LeBron did. I think it's... Dwight Howard was the last one to do it. Yeah, and I mean, I think that system. I think if you let that system happen, you avoid a lot of these issues. If you let, it, not for football, it won't work for football. Football, I think the same problem stays. Oh, yeah. You put a 17, 18 year old. They're dead against Jason Witten. If there was a developmental league, I think it may work. If there was an, if there was a league specifically created, like a league under. To tr- like prep the younger kids if it was, for that. If it was made, all, what was the one the the Ball family made? It was the J. Oh, the JBA JBL. Okay, so that one was a, that that league is specifically created to uh, the junior basketball league. Right? Yeah, the junior basketball league was specifically created so players could develop before they went to the NBA. Yeah, that was the whole purpose of it. They could get paid a little bit, and it was made specifically so they could prep for the NBA. I think if you would do that situation for a football universally and allow people the chance to not have to pay for an education, you're not worrying about the scholarships behind everything either, and they don't have to they don't have to be going to classes specifically to go to just to meet a certain quota to play on the team. Because they need to have certain hours to play. Exactly. I think you eliminate that problem if you have a third party league that allows you to prep. A lot more money has to be thrown into it. I don't think it would necessarily be supported, but I think that would solve. I think that would solve the issue for paying college athletes as far as the majority goes, because they're not talking about baseball players. They're not talking about track athletes. They're not talking about hockey. They're not talking about anything like that. It's more football and maybe basketball. It's primarily circulated around football, which is a billion dollar. I think it's the big, it's the biggest sport in America, right? The NFL. Yeah. uh, Well, you're talking about football just in general. Yeah. Yeah, Football football is the biggest sport in the United States by far. Yeah. That's for sure. But it it's an interesting argument. I think that it is. I think the most logical way to look at it is. And there are a lot of college athletes out there. Man. There are. There, there are a ton are of a whole lot. And endorse. I mean, I don't know like how many of them would get endorsements, but that's millions of dollars. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money they'd be shelling out. But I mean, I think I think that you get the comp. And they also, would be able to. They would be able to pay for it. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Based also, on, in like you said, injury isn't uncommon either. And they, so, throughout like your college career, they, having one of these endorsements and then tearing your ACL, yeah. but being, being being guaranteed an extra uh, six figures or a million dollars or uh, whatever it is. Yeah, you know that. I mean, that's something to account for. Like being able to lose a scholarship that you're you're counting on to to get your education. Yeah. Well, you were while you were dealing with your Taco Bell fiasco, we were talking about this. Oh. Basically, the, the, what the picture that we just painted while you were away doing that. We'll talk about that in a second. Please do. Um, 
the picture that we painted was should a player who has been playing who has essentially crafted his life around going to the NFL maybe is a top five projected pick for the NFL and his entire lifestyle has been he's going to go to the NFL and make his money there he hasn't really made much of a side plan as far as far as careers go and he doesn't have any savings he's planning on banking the NFL and that's it what about education in college what I'm saying what I'm saying is though is he doesn't have any savings to fall back on he has no he has no money outside of his scholarships okay he's living on his scholarship essentially planning to go to the NFL top five draft pick assumingly tears his ACL in his sophomore year career ending injury he then would lose his scholarship at the university at the university and then he would have no money to fall back on Uh so that is the situation that I think football specifically presents but we already talked about that and that's Kind of, it's a side, or, or even as like a senior, and you're about to go in, and you spent all this time uh, and energy towards this football team. Uh, Whereas you could have where, been where studying, you're not making, where and, you're not making any money, or you could have been working and studying I, more. Yeah, well, even studying more, like there, there is like you have to be able to be passing to play. Not a lot in of the pe- games. Cole said it earlier, and I, I guess it's true. Not a lot of people who do end up going to the next level and had that opportunity. Once you have that opportunity, they're not looking to graduate with that degree in their hand. They're wanting to get that ticket to the league. Exactly. Yeah. So they're not working for their education. They're working to get to that next level. It was a, it, Their whole purpose of being in college wasn't to get a degree. It was to get to the NFL. Yeah. yeah. So they weren't ever – they were never looking. Some of these players, at least, this is this obviously isn't like so. A, yeah. The scholarship, their money, the money that they're getting to like provide for their education, it's not like it's not worth anything to them. Yes. Because they're they're not working towards an education. They're not. They're working towards a flat a platform to get into. Yes. The, the, this is sports, simply an area for them to perform. For it's like the being, majority. It's like being an opening football, act for a band. Basketball, baseball, what literally be any sport in college? Well, we were just talking. We think it for the most part. Sorry for the disorderly. Uh, nature of this. Yeah, topic, sorry if I'm by like, if I'm recapping anything that's been. We'll said we'll talk about this later. We'll minutes. catch you up on it, but we're gonna roll into a l- final topic, which is gonna be something we're gonna spitball on because I did not expect it to run this fast. There's been a ton of controversy around this, and speaking of this or of uh, college football pay, this is a good area to go into controversy. The new movie Joker releases tomorrow. And I know Muhammad has some strong feelings over this, but the media has there parts of the media at least have been kind of backlashing towards this movie as if it's almost praising a villain, essentially. And yeah. we touched up on this a little bit last week. We did. Yeah. Okay. So Just we for you listeners out there. Fair enough. Okay. We so we may have gone over a little bit last week, but essentially, some there's been some scrutiny sent towards the director of the new Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix saying that the glorification of Joker in this movie, it, it paints a bad picture. It's inciting violent behavior. Apparently. Exactly. And people are using the Aurora shooting in 2012 at the dark Knight premiere, which is where basically a man dressed as the Joker and shot up a movie theater, killed like 12 people. They are using that very tragic, horrible, awful instance to essentially justify why Joker shouldn't be a thing, why this movie shouldn't exist. And curious on your thoughts on that, I guess, on what what you guys – Muhammad, you can go first on this one because I know you've got a – I want to hear Braden's take first. Okay, I, fine. I talked a we'll, little bit before. I'll, I'll get into my spiel later. So I think 
anybody who doesn't have like the integrity to be able to not to be able to like just enjoy a movie about a villain rather than be like truly influenced by it has is going to have mental issues to begin with so like the majority of people in this world are not going to want to incite violence after seeing this movie or seeing a trailer want for this to partake movie. in the same type of activities yeah i'm no i don't think it's made to seem cool necessarily and that's what they're they're saying it's not meant to seem cool he's like it's meant to show him and all his villainy and why he's like he's an antagonist and, and then yeah. why he's one of the greatest villain characters of um, all time of all time in in any series and i think overall this might be the bet like one of the better like renditions of joker especially better than the latest one we had with freaking jared the, leto with the yeah suicide squad yeah, jared leto's joker just horrible by the way horrible we can agree on that cool <laughs> i think um, his suit was cool that's I, my that's my unpopular opinion on i don't, I don't think anybody has a reason to like go up in arms about this i like i don't see why there should be i mean there, there was nothing around deadpool that, uh, and it, it being rated R. Okay, I see what so you're like, saying. So like it, it yeah. being a rated R, like to be fair, no one's book, seen, no one's seen the movie yet as far as general public exactly. goes. So the general public cannot speak to how bad Joker is. It hasn't been released yet. But the couple <laughs> yeah. of people have. They gave it an eight minute standing ovation. See that that just means it's good cinema. It's not a piece that's dedicated to glorify a monster. It's more along the lines to dissect this character that has been a vast influence in all of pop culture, if you think about it. It's it's like our first true origin story bef- besides a little story exactly. of how, how, how you want to know how I got these scars. Like, it, it's something that... I know. I, I see what you're saying. Where yeah. it's... It's the story of creating the monster. It's not a glorification. It's not making him out to be a hero. What... I think people need to understand is, and maybe this is, and this isn't me trying to single out anybody, but most good cinema has a message. Whether it be describing how somebody became the evil that they are, or whether it is the polar opposite and it's how this person became to be a hero, or the the hero of the story, essentially, whatever you want to call it. Joker is the story of a monster. It's the story of a man, broken, whatever else, became evil. Showing how he got to where he is doesn't justify what he does when he becomes that monster. And at very base core, it's a movie. It's a rated R movie. You're not supposed to take your kids to it. Kids aren't supposed, supposed to be under seventeen to watch. Kids it. aren't they, supposed to see it. It's they advise to, people against watching it. There's plenty of warnings. There's plenty of things you can research to make sure that you're not going to be scarred by anything. If, going If you into know this anybody movie. who's mentally ill and think they could truly be influenced by this movie, make sure they don't watch it. That's why it's rated R. I think that there are plenty of safeguards set to where something like this shouldn't even be discussed. To be honest, yeah, I think any any movie that's rated R is going to have some sort of dark depiction. It's what it's what for movie rating Yeah, 95% of rated R movies are going to have some sort of blood, violence, gory In 2014, stuff. you had The Wolf of Wall Street, which came out, which 
a highlighted glorified, glorified the life of this stockbroker in Wall Street who, who ruined thousands of lives exactly. of people just wanting to invest in the stock market. Exactly. Ex- that's a actually that's a perfect example of and, it. And glorify, but it's and not quote necessarily unquote, glorifying it's not necessarily his, his incredible guy. drug use of, of quaaludes and, and sex and drugs and rock and roll. I mean And I agree with you, but it's not necessarily to put Jordan Belfort's action on a pedestal. Yeah. It wasn't for that. It's just to show how he got from A to Z. It's that's it. It's a story. It's a story. That's the whole purpose. A story is not a glorification. It's not a cosign. The directors aren't saying, you know what, come to think of it, me and Jor- Jordan Belfort kind of bros. That's not what it is. It's it's the highlight essentially the highlight tape of a broken person in most cases yeah whether it be jordan belfort whether it be the joker whether it be any other antagonist that has ever whether, been played okay, in the movie whether ever. it be deadpool who, who deadpool is agree. a good example too and and, and with uh, across two movies he decides like he's more of a villain like he it's kind of hard for him to be a true hero and th- and it, it shows off in a funny way a comical way but it's one of the most it's one of the more crude violent superhero like slash comic movies that there are and it's not like nobody has seen it as glorifying anything of his lifestyle of the way he acts the way he presents himself the things that he does nobody's like it's not criticizing it's not even a part of the conversation yeah i i honestly do believe and it's it's a very tragic story what happened in aurora seven years ago yeah very sad thing and about that from that shooting, the father of one of the victims came out with a statement about this particular thing going on right now with Joker, saying that his daughter, she's not with us anymore, but his daughter would be able to separate this movie from reality because people should understand that it is not anything that we should take seriously. Which, and if anything, the I mean that shooting couldn't have been, like it might not have been like Joker, um. What's the word I'm looking centered? for? Centered, centered, like the movie, um, or inspired? Inspired. Okay. It, it could it couldn't have been like it might not have been Joker inspired to begin with. He might have just had horrible thoughts to begin with, and wanted to shoot some people up. It probably and, had and nothing wanted, to do with the movie itself. No, it was a guy. He, or he a just found a chance to dress up troubled. as the Joker. In order to do what he really wanted to do and shoot up people, it had nothing to do with like being influenced by the Joker or inspired by the Joker, but just being I, a sick human being. It's important to note that anybody who's gonna, anybody who is gonna do something like that, anybody who is going to kill people, especially in that number, they were sick. They're they a mentally the sick individual, and that was before, during, and after the events of the movie. It had. I don't think it had anything to do with the movie. I don't think it ever ever has had anything to do with the movie. It's a sad situation that we have to have this conversation, and I don't think it's anybody's fault necessarily for believing that violence begets violence. You know what I'm saying? I un- I understand that point of view. However, it's fiction. This isn't reality, and the distinction between the two is crucial if we're going to have any entertainment at all. I mean, how is it's it's plain and simple. If you do not want to see a film such as this, do not go watch it. Exactly. Like and for and you know exactly. what exactly. And keep your kids away from it. if you if if a big part of it is not wanting your kids to be exposed to quote unquote glorifying a villain, 
you're suggested not to take them to this movie. Exactly. And after the show that you remember the show you on Netflix, you just why are you? Yeah. When that dropped, did we see a, like a sharp increase in serial stalking murderers? No, probably not. I don't know the number, but probably not. Let's hope not. It's, there's a difference. It's fiction. It's not something that people are watching for the purpose of, you know what? I need plans. No, it's, it's entertainment. And that's just as it's anything else is. N- not everything in a comedy special is serious. Not everything in a movie is serious. Not everything in a TV show is serious. That's why it's called entertainment and not news. And I, I, I just think we've lost the touch with that. And, as, and I mean, I've, I told Cole this the other day. It, it's very disheartening having to worry about something like this rather than me just enjoying the film but going into a movie on premiere night it's not this is the last thing i should be worrying about or it should even be crossing my head i've gone to so many premiere nights where none of this had occurred or no issues along the lines have been threatened i i i've i've never dealt with this but because of the connotation with this character and just what he's done in his media platform and comics and other movies and stuff like that people want to assume that because of this film coming out it's going to invoke whatever evils this character has bottled up to come out of those people viewing the film but that's not the case and so i think that rather than blow this entire thing out of proportion you should just take it with a grain of salt and see it for what it actually is like actually is and it's a movie that someone wanted to make to dissect a character who is widely praised, honestly, not glorified, but praised for the uniqueness and, ambu- and ambiguity because no one knows who this character is. And so they're just trying to show what made him go bad. For the large majority of people, this will be the first time they know the story of yeah. the origin of Joker. Because it's always been hinted at, but it's never been declared. Exactly. They've, they've never shown... And that's the point the... of the character. And to apart not from have all a background. Of that, just being able to like appreciate what is like the producing of a good movie, the directing of a good movie, the acting of, of, any, of, of any actor that is able to play a character like the Joker... And, and it's see, not easy on the see actors it as art. either. And just just see the whole thing as art as an art of being able to portray a character such as the Joker, and rather than uh, an inc- inciting of violence. And sometimes, in order to provide the best uh, product for us, the consumers, these actors, their job is not easy. It's not like they go to set playing a mass serial killer and having a smile on their face heath ledger sadly this like the role that he had to take on which is very it's highly praised it ended up taking his life because it caused a lot of turmoil for him so this isn't something that's necessarily good but they're wanting to provide the best representation and best cinema yeah, it's, it's it's all about the art form exactly. of cinema. It's and um, filmmaking at the at the very core. It's a movie. Yeah, it's not a documentary. It's not a propaganda machine. That's that's what I was gonna say. It's not it's, it's not propaganda. Hey, be a Joker. 
it's a movie just as anything else is and it needs to and just because it's a controversial character like the joker doesn't mean it's subject to a different point of view no it's still a movie the entire time it was a movie and it's still going to stay a movie you can't control what a sick individual is going to do with a movie like this it's it's not the fault of the movie that people go crazy you know what i'm saying it's it's that's just not what it is it's and i mean it's i like i said it's very very sad and like muhammad said it's very very sad that we have to have these conversations i hate that the climate of the world that we live in today requires us to talk about things like this that i mean we do have a lot of mass shootings we do have a lot of issues in that regard but do i think any of them are going to be solved with a slight change to the movie joker no not a chance it's a it's a grasping at straws situation, which like it is a very sad thing, and God bless all the people that died in 2012 at that movie theater. It is very very sad that they died, and I'm, it's awful that that is associated with the movie that is The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. because The Dark Knight is a great movie. It really is, and it was for a lot of people going to see that movie on opening night, which is when that happened. It was a great night for them. It was them experiencing one of the best renditions of their favorite character of all time ever, Batman. For 12 or something like that, very unfortunate people, it was the end of their life. And it's very sad that we have to talk about things like this, but I do not think that attacking a movie like Joker, something that hasn't even been released to the public yet, is going to solve or even help any of the issues that we actually see. I just want to say, if any of you out there are going to watch this on premiere night, I hope that you are safe and you enjoy this movie. It hurts me saying that, but and hope you and hope we you want feel the best wishes for at you at the same time, because we we hope that like, not that we hope that there are as few people as possible that would even be sick enough to want to shoot up a movie theater because it's the Joker movie. Which I'm saying like I, I can't see it happening. I hope I I hope it doesn't happen, but the the movie itself should never be to blame, or should be slandered. For possibly causing said event, I agree. There's, there. I mean, it's gonna. Me and Muhammad are seeing, or Muhammad and I are seeing it open opening night. We're seeing it tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, yeah. tomorrow. That's insane how fast that was. So actually, this episode is gonna be dropping right around. Some of y'all will be listening to this as me and Muhammad are going to. Muhammad and I are going to see the <laughs> the premiere. And millions of other people across the nation are going to see it too. And yep. millions of other people are going to have a great time watching this movie as it has been raved by critics. Everyone that has seen this movie has loved it. How long did you say that the... the, the uh, it was an eight-minute standing ovation. Eight-minute standing ovation. That doesn't just happen for everything. That is cinema... I've never clapped for eight minutes long. I Neither have I. But that is I didn't know people could clap for eight minutes long, especially for a movie. That is cinema masterpiece. And yeah, I hope it, I hope it is treated as such because it is, it is very rare that we get a movie that people view with this high of regard. Yeah. Especially with a character like this. I'm extremely excited to see it. I hate that I. we even had to add that little section in there. Yeah. But <laughs> I know it was a much more downbeat tone, but you know it's it, we like to get serious here on Mix and Match sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to get serious. I know that some of our uh, 
listeners would prefer it to be light beat, but if you if for your light beat message of the day, I'm just gonna say go watch Joker, go enjoy the movie, be safe, have, please t- go with a friend, have a great time. We will be back tomorrow. Me and or Muhammad and I will be back tomorrow to record a feature episode reviewing the Joker. Braden sadly will not be here. Do we want to address this Taco Bell situation real quick? Okay, yeah. You know what? Real quick, I wasn't actually going to close out the episode. I was five kind of topics. To talk okay, about. cool. Five topics. We have hit a new record. Five topics. That's yeah. how many we've hit. Yeah. Well, let's, that- let's shoot for six. All right. <laughs> hit hit the Taco Bell, and then we'll close this one out. We'll bring the. We're gonna bring the energy back up. We're gonna move out of the darker period of the Wait, episode. Is this, is this about the cheese chalupa? Because I heard that talking about Taco Bell. Cheese chalupa. I don't even know what a cheese or chalupa crunchy, is. Cheesy chalupa. I have no idea. It's no. a new thing. Sorry. Continue. In, in the middle of this recording, I was uh, I was forced to leave the room after I received the text uh, saying, "Thanks, hey B, thanks for ordering from Taco Bell." And it was here is your receipt. So it was a text, meaning, first of all, it needed like my phone number to do it, but it said it, it gave like a card and visa credit which i have a visa credit card and for a shredded chicken mini quesadilla and a cheesy bean and rice burrito so i i went i went ahead took all the precautions checked my checked my bank uh mobile app made sure there was no charges um checked my my wallet in my car to make sure none of my cards were missing and then can i take next the next step that i knew i had to take was to call our friend Brendan, who I know his and his girlfriend's favorite order is the shredded chicken mini quesadilla and the cheesy bean and rice burrito. Give so, him a call. Say, hey, you got anything to do with this Taco Bell prank? This Taco Bell situation going on on my phone? And he said, no, wh- wh- what are you talking about? And I was like, where are you? And he says, Taco Bell. And I hang up the phone and continue on to the podcast. So I have another conversation to be had to immediately be had following immediately after following this the closing out of this episode with our good friend Brendan, who's just been in a pranky mood lately, apparently. As he has. I mean, Brent, Brendan's a funny individual. You know what? I'm going to give real, real, real quick, quick shout no, no, out. Real quick. We're, we have a few seconds. This is something that we haven't done. And we're on our eighth episode, which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, means we have officially crossed the benchmark of most podcasts and their endings. Most podcasts, the average, end at the seventh episode. We have officially beat the standard, gentlemen. Woo! There we go. Take that, America. Now, as we have beat that standard, we're approaching a lot of downloads. Not going to disclose that number at the moment, but we're approaching a lot of downloads. I want to take a second, and we can go around the table. Thank some people, man. Just for a few seconds. We don't have to make it a big deal, but thank some people that come to mind. Just immediately, right off the top we of the want, head. We want to drop names? Yeah, drop. Or, okay, you know what? Maybe we won't drop names. We'll we'll keep it very unspecific. Do you want to talk? Do you want to drop names? I, I, I didn't want to drop names. I, I All right. To keep, no name dropping. We'll generalities. Keep, with... Generally speaking, I'm going to name drop two people, only two people, okay. and that's because these two people are the heroes of Among Heroes. Shout out Connor and Matt for being the two most stellar supporters any podcast could ever hope for. The heroes that we read about, these folks are. But everybody else out there, everyone that's listening on any device, whether it's your phone, your computer, your car, 
wherever you're playing this, we appreciate every listen you've given us so far and every listen you plan on giving us in the future. Everyone who sent me a message saying, uh, hey, I love I love the podcast. It, it's so funny. We're, I'm laughing out loud. Um, it, it brings a smile to me, to me every day. The people who um, told me that Braden rambles, thank you. For, uh, for me b- being able to know that I ramble and I need to be, be more cautious of said rambling. Hopefully I'm not rambling now to you people. But we appreciate all that criticism. It will only make us better as podcasters and improve um, what y'all are listening to as, uh, as an audience. So we appreciate all the feedback, uh, me especially, because I know I'm, I might not be the be- best radio personality. But Are you kidding me? You're the best one here. Thanks, baby. I agree. <laughs> Anyways. But we are I, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart especially, and, and I know Muhammad and Cole feel the same way, we appreciate all the love and support from, from everybody listening today. Thank what? you to the people in Belgium. We appreciate you. Shout out to, Thailand, to the Netherlands. Vietnam, Philippines, Turkey, France. It's true. We have a we have North some, America, Michigan. We have some listen. <laughs> yeah. We have some listeners from some spots where I don't know why we have listeners, but I am extremely grateful for the opportunity that I've been given by my two hosts and by everybody listening to this. I've been wanting to start a podcast for over two, three years now, and to finally see it come to fruition and it building as we go has been amazing. This is just the beginning. There's so many things down the road for everybody. We've got a lot of plans. I've discussed a lot of different things with my two hosts, but we've got a ton, a ton coming up and a new two new episodes every week for you guys, a special feature at tomorrow, but we thank you for everything that you've done so far. And for those of you who want to do more, I have some advice to close this out. Follow us on Twitter at Mix and Match Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Mix and Match Radio. Share this podcast with anybody in your life. Like I said, relatives, boss, parole officer, guy you see in Walmart. Send it to everybody. Put a poster on the wall inside of the DNV. I don't care where you where you put this, where you send it. Spread it everywhere. Follow. Leave a like on iTunes. Do everything you can, but we appreciate everything you've done so far. But that is it from us at Mix and Match Radio for tonight. We've discussed a bunch of things from the d- tragic end of Travis and Kylie's breakup to the mildly controversial world of cinema. But it's been a very fun episode. It was glad to be back. Braden was back on air. He was, he was back behind the mic. Muhammad looking good as ever. Boys, what do you got? 